Welcome to the Roundtable, the show that brings you the latest in the worlds of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, let's get to it. Here are your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome into the Roundtable. I'm Brad Wakai. That's Tyson Gentry. We are talking a little bit about Derek Carr. Some news came out. Raiders are looking to potentially trade him. And if they can't try to find a trade partner, they are going to cut him. So quite an interesting turn of events there in Las Vegas. Did you know the worst part about this is my, my dad's a Raiders fan. Uh, and for Christmas, uh, maybe five years ago or whenever it was, I got him a uh, like this thing from the Raiders. And it was the car jersey in the locker, the Khalil Mack jersey in the locker, an Amari Cooper jersey in the locker. And then uh, it might have been it might have been Josh Jacobs. I don't remember uh, who the other one was. But now it's fucking useless. It's like I got like I mean, is that the worst Christmas gift of all time? Because the the year I got it was the year Mac left or uh, Mm. Cooper left, whichever one of the two left first. So he's just got this thing uh, sitting at his house right now, and none of those guys are going to play for the Raiders in about three months. Well, it could be some memorabilia. So maybe you maybe you gave him a nice little cash value there. So hey, does know. anybody want this uh, Raiders memorabilia from the year they went seven and nine? <laughs> so Derek Carr, obviously, some news out of the out of Las Vegas. They're looking to move on, and whether they go get a quarterback in the offseason, whether they draft somebody, that's to be seen. But what we do know is they're looking to move Derek Carr if they can. Now, right now, details: current contract right now is three years left with one hundred twenty-one and a half million dollars. 65 million of that is guaranteed. Uh, so that goes through the 2025 season. So Holy shit. if somebody wants to trade for him, they're going to have to, they're going to have to pick up this contract. 2023, $32.9 million cap hit. 2024, that jumps up to 41.9 million. And then 2025, that's $41.3 million. So do you know what the dead cap moves to uh, in those later years as far as I cuts? Don't. I don't, but if the Raiders do cut him this year, it's only a dead cap hit of 5.6. So, like, not gotcha. bad at so all. So, it's probably moving to zero pretty quick. It's, it's probably moving to zero quick because I think his guaranteed is front-loaded. So, little 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 details there. But now I'm looking at, me like, $42 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and that's why I ask about the dead cap number because uh, you can look at this one of two ways. Like, if some, if – Derek Carr goes somewhere and then looks like 2017 Derek Carr magically, uh, then he's on a he's on a really good contract. Uh, but if he goes somewhere and he stinks, then you can get out of it much easier uh, than the Colts or the Commanders have found themselves with Carson Wentz, for example. Now, obviously, why are they looking to move on from Derek Carr? The, the era has not gone gone well since Carr's been at the helm of the Raiders playoffs twice. Nothing beyond that. Um, had a couple good years, a couple all pros, but was finished third in MVP voting, I believe, in 2016. And it's just kind of fizzled out. Now, not all of it's his fault. Now, I'm a car critic, but I not all of it's his fault. Obviously, it's organizational, but he hasn't been big when they needed him to be big, I don't think, Tyson. And maybe that's unfair to him, but I can definitely see why they're moving off him. And me personally, if I'm running the Raiders, I would definitely move off of Derek Carr. And they're, they're going to. Uh, I'm not nearly as down on him as you. I'm not high on him either, but I will say – like you say is organizational, but I think that argument only extends to like 2019 
right? When it's like, oh my God, can you believe what the Raiders are doing to Derek Carr? And then since then, like even this year, it's like, look what they did for him. And then the product that they got that was put on the field, uh, it's harder to blame the organization now that we have proof. It was it was a common argument during his uh, really good years. It was like, oh my God, this team sucks. You can't make that excuse for him anymore. Um, and that's why to me, uh, a lot of these things, like I'm hearing people talk about, he could go to somewhere with an offensive coordinator, a head coach vacancy, um, and they can kind of pick Derek Carr. I don't think that any of these candidates have Derek Carr number one on their list. There's not a chance. Yeah, I don't think so either. So let, let's let's talk about it right now, potential destinations. Now, I have seven written down that I think are could be legit possibilities with two question marks, maybe depending on the situation. Uh, let's start with the one that everybody's going to talk about, Tyson, and that, that's the New York Jets. Um, here's what they have going for them. Now, these numbers are from overthecap.com. Roughly right now, the Jets will have $3.6 million in cap space. That's expected to go up. Uh, they have quarterback questions. Jet, you know, Zach Wilson didn't work out. Mike White, he's not the answer there. And they have the 13th overall pick. I don't think they can afford to go draft a quarterback in this draft this year. I think they're definitely in the market. Owner says they're interested in breaking the bank to get a QB. This seems most logical to me. I actually think this would be a good fit for a Jets franchise that hasn't had good quarterback play and has not really been able to keep the drama of inside the locker room off the tabloids. And like we were joking last week, and you are a car hater, but even you said uh, Derek Carr would be the best quarterback to play for the Jets in 100 years. Like it's not even close. <laughs> well, name it, name it, that's what I'm saying. Like that's how far <laughs> back we're going. That's yeah. ridiculous. Um, to me, I, I really feel like timeline-wise, I don't know if it makes sense. Uh, and everybody's talking about this, but the Jets' offense is super young. Like, everybody's really young. I don't even know if they were to go out uh, and get a Derek Carr if that catapults them over the Bills in division. Uh, because right now, uh, I know the records were different, but they seem on paper uh, better set up for the future than the New England Patriots do. Uh, we have no idea what's going on in Miami, whether two is, like, they're the center of the concussion talk, right? They're like, we yeah. don't know what's happening. Um, but to me, like, this is the obvious one for everybody. And I think this might be a Jimmy G spot. I think this might get filled. And that was an unintentional pun, but that's an hilarious. And I'm going to use that every time I can. Um, I'm going with, uh, like, I, I think that Derek Carr is going to, and he has a no trade clause, by the way. So he has, he has the right, right. to say no uh, to any of these organizations, which limits the pool. And the Jets are certainly one that you would assume uh, he'd want to play for. Next one that I have written down, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, you already floated the idea you could potentially see them being aggressive for Lamar Jackson when it gets to that point. And why is that the case? Well, they have a, a um, potential of $61.8 million in cap space projected. Now, this could go up if the cap increases. This is just based on a projected number from over the cap. Um, Desmond Ritter, they drafted last year. He stinks. Like, he's not good. He's not better than Derek Carr. And they have the seventh overall pick this season. Do they want to draft a quarterback in this class? Not sure. So there's questions in Atlanta. I, I They need a quarterback. They need to restart this thing and have their franchise guy. I don't know if Derek Carr is the answer for what Arthur Smith wants to do with that offense. It doesn't seem like a great fit. I will say, like I was saying uh, last week, that when you in invest as heavily as they have in pass catchers in the draft, uh, at a certain point you have to uh, go out and get a quarterback to at least see what you have in the receivers. The issue, and I should have said this in the in the first one, but the number one bugaboo for me with the Derek Carr thing is if he's going to be traded, it's going to be soon. Like it's going to be February, uh, whatever tenth, 
let's yep. say, because it has to be done before the 15th, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And that I think that the Falcons and the Jets both might want to see what is going on. Like, how is this offseason going to shake out? Because is Aaron Rodgers retiring? What does that do uh, to the quarterback market? Where's Tom Brady go? Um, there's a whole bunch of other options uh, that maybe you don't like more, but you're just you have to like it's, you have to do your due diligence to wait. Um, and I think the Falcons are moving in the right direction. It feels like uh, a year ago this would have been something they were all over. One that everybody's you know kind of tongue in cheek trying <laughs> to steal and tying him to the Colts. Now you know, approximately nine point eight million in cap space. Matt Ryan's their current QB, and they have the fourth overall pick. I think they should draft the QB if they have any if they have any smarts. And Chris Ballard, you never know with that guy. I, it, I, this is a joke. I can't see them making this mistake again. I'd scratch them off the list, but it's a discussion point I wanted to bring up. If they do this again, dude, like relegate them. They got to play Bama, Georgia, those guys. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I can't watch this anymore. You cannot imagine being an Indianapolis Colts fan. And this would be the best one that they've traded for, by the way, probably. Right. Um, but you still like this wouldn't even like this would piss people off. It wouldn't even make yeah. them excited. It would be a huge upgrade over what they currently have. And everybody would be angry at you. Well, like, especially their own fan base. Like you just can't do it, man. You can't, you can't do, do this three times and four times in a row. Cause big Phil yep. Riv. Phil, Phil Riv. Yeah. You can't do oh, it. Oh my goodness. I want to get your thought on this. I wrote down the Texans as a potential one. Now, we know that they have the second overall pick, and they're eyeing one of the QBs in this class. But let's say they don't want to go that route, and they want to go established. They have $38.2 million in projected cap space. Davis Mills, not their guy. I think they're going to move on from him. They, I think if you're the Texans, you have to draft the QB in this class because what's the point in signing Derek Carr for these three years because then you're going to miss out on Caleb Williams or Drake May next year. Like I think you hit the restart button now. But just something interesting because they have the cap space and maybe they want to go an established route. And it'll be interesting to see who ends up as head coach because that'll that'll sway a lot of this. Uh, but if the front office were to fall in love with the Jalen Carter or Will Anderson there at two and just think like this is this is this is our guy, this guy's generational because both those guys have that potential um, that's in their uh, range of outcomes. Let's say uh, that would be the only scenario where I think that they would be like we're comfortable taking Derek Carr. We don't love CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, whoever doesn't go one. Um, we love both these guys or one of these guys. Um, we see it every year that a team and we see it with the Texans actually a, a ton. It's like a team that needs a quarterback uh, looks, takes one look at the roster and goes, man, if we draft Bryce Young and then we're four years down the line, like we need help everywhere. Uh, so to me, they would be a sneaky spot actually for Derek Carr. And it would be cool. Because his brother almost got killed there uh, weekly <laughs> for like five years. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot about that. I mean, I guess he'd have to be traded there. I don't think he would sign there. So uh, I don't know who's going to. Do you think he would say that. yes to the Texans? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I either. don't, especially with Brandon Cooks being like, "Dude, I got to go." Yeah, I got to get out of here. I, I don't think so at all. Now, here's three like kind of longer shots, and mainly it's be due to their projected cap space being under the cap uh, so far without the cuts. Panthers have the lowest amount of or the uh, most available cap space out of these three with. 6.3 million below Sam Darnold's their current QB. They have the ninth overall pick. I don't think they can do this. I mean, you already have done the QB carousel, tried to do it with Baker Mayfield. It didn't work out. I think they'd be crazy to do it. The Titans, $24 million above the cap. They clearly have QB questions, but Leak Willis, they drafted. Apparently Vrabel hates them. Ryan Tannehill, I think is on the <laughs> way out and they have the 11th overall pick. I don't know if that's enough to get a game changer. This is a win now roster. 
No I love for Josh Dobbs. Stuff around. Oh no, I don't. I think <laughs> honestly, I think they could move stuff around and be aggressive in the sweepstakes. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I could see it. And then the last one, quickly, or Tyson, the Saints. Now they're fifty million dollars over the cap and cap hell, and they have QB questions. Like Dalton's not their guy. It seems like they don't like Jameis, and they don't have a first round pick. This doesn't seem to make much sense, but they'd want to throw them out there as potential. And I will say this about the Saints. The cap's not real when it comes to New Orleans Saints. Every single yeah, year we look at it and we're like, oh, they have no money. And then they leave the offseason with like three of the four highest paid players or something. And oftentimes at the same position, you're left confused uh, mostly. But the Saints, like whoever is uh, actually in charge of running the books over there is amazing. Like it's general manager, but it's all the way down to whoever's scouring um, every last penny, like the the beer, probably went up two two dollars and fifty cents this year, just so they could afford something like this. I think the Titans and the Saints are the most likely out, the most likely spots uh, okay. for Derek Carr. I just like I know everybody is in love right now with the Jets uh, thing, and to me, I already laid out why I don't really think that makes a ton of sense. The Titans want to be competitive, and Ryan Tannehill has shown you um, those giant Ryan Tannehill and Derek Carr aren't that dissimilar as far as like giant spike weeks and then putting up huge stinkers. It just seems like Derek Carr is more reliable, but we say that um, without full, the full knowledge of like how Vrabel feels about Tannehill. Like if, if this is his guy and this is somebody that he loves, uh, maybe he sticks around, but I think Carr probably has a higher ceiling with this offense. He, he excels with players like Traylon Burks uh, and Conquil. So I think that's something to keep in mind. But for me, uh, it really feels like a Saints move. It really feels like, hey, man, we're screwed. Like, we, we we have to, like, put a product out on the field, and we are dead uh, for the next three or four years. And you might be thinking, well, why would they trade draft pick? What did they do a year ago? Right? What, what did they continue to do uh, with these draft picks? The last Saints pick to hit uh, at, like, a super high level, um, like Alvin Kamara, and that was a late-round steal. And they're really good at the late-round stuff. Like, you look through their roster, and it's a bunch of guys – and you have your first-rounders here and there, but those are kind of more tenured uh, players. Chris Olave obviously was awesome, but they traded the Kings ransom to go get him. Uh, they think they're good, and that's the thing. And that's why I think that this might be a spot that Derek Carr plays because much like we were saying about a couple teams before the season started this year, uh, the Saints might be overestimating the roster they've put together. And the last couple ones here before we get out, I have Patriots question mark, Cardinals question mark. And the only reason I say Patriots, they have $48 million in cap space. I don't know how sold they are on Mac Jones. Like, we don't really know. Like, so it's just like a question. They do have the 14th overall pick. Could that be used in something to trade? I don't think they'll do that. Like, they have too much value on their first-round picks and all that. And the Cardinals, question mark, what? I mean, 17 million cap space. Kyler Murray has a torn ACL. I think he's going to miss this year. And They have the third overall pick. I don't think they're going to go quarterback with that. I don't think they would trade for Derek Carr to be a stopgap for any re- for any reason at all, especially picking up this contract just for a one-year stopgap until Murray comes back either. But wanted to throw those out because those are teams with quarterback questions. Yeah, and I think he would he would it'd be pretty cool to see him play in New England. I think I think the Cardinals uh, to me like if you want to move off of Kyler Murray, then you're going to try to move up from three, right? You want to get into that top two way more than you want to go. Uh, paid Derek Carr and Kyler Murray at the same time. Mm, absolutely. That'd be a nightmare. Holy smokes. Okay. Can you imagine I, that quarterback room, dude? Geez, oh, that would be so no. awesome. I wish Hard Knocks was there next year if that happens. Oh, that'd be that so would funny. Be, that would be electric. Derek Carr's like <laughs> reading the Bible while Kyler's playing COD. <laughs> that would be something else. 
All right, that's going to do it. Our early Derek Carr thoughts with the news coming out. Tons of uh, tons of teams in the quarterback needy situation, at least with question marks. We will keep you updated on this. Go check out our picks for Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to The Roundtable. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Roundtable.